who might be sick, but it just it helps that out. Now, the, the problem is, of course, when a visitor or a guest comes and bless their hearts, they don't know any better, and they sit in one of your seats. Now, I, I have been to other churches, and I have run into the Episcopal version of Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory as I was shooed away and said, you're in my spot, but thank you for not doing that. Thank you that you don't scowl, you don't sit there like this, you don't tell people, move over. Thank you that you don't do that, that you do exactly what God told us to do this morning, which is do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. Do not neglect to to show hospitality to strangers, which is actually should be easy for us because this part of the country, we have an entire hospitality industry. You may not know this, but the University of Central Florida has a college of hospitality. You can get a bachelor's degree. You can get a master's degree. You can get a Ph.D. in hospitality, which seems to me like a little bit of overkill because hospitality is simply welcoming guests and helping them feel at home. That's all hospitality is, welcoming guests and helping them feel at home, which is what we try to do around here. And if you're a guest among us, I hope is working. Okay, And we work really hard at this. We have several official ways that we try to, to show hospitality to strangers. Now, out in the parking lot on both sides, there are some parking places that say reserved for visitors. And those are for our first and second time visitors. And if you've been here more than two or three times, please don't park in those. I had to bust somebody this morning at 9.30. Oh, I didn't, I didn't call their name out in the sermon. Okay, but uh, I, I had to say, you know, you're not a visitor. You go here all the time. And so those are there because visitors tend to show up right on time. They're not sure where to come in. They're looking around for a parking place. And if they can't find a parking place, sometimes they'll just keep on driving and end up at the Baptist church. And we don't want that. Okay, so I understand when you come in here a little bit late. and Look at that. There's a parking place right in the front. If you're not a visitor, please, please don't. Please don't, because we hope that our visitors, A, will park here, and then B, get out of the car and come in. And once they get in, you know, they're greeted by greeters. We get greeters at the door, and they give you a bulletin, and usually a clergy will come up and attack them and say, hi, I'm Tom, glad to meet you, and all of that sort of stuff. But, you know, they expect greeters, and they expect me and us to do that, because, you know, that's what you pay us to do. But what really matters is when normal people and most of you are pretty normal, when normal people greet them and help them to feel at home. I told you when we were on our sabbatical, we went to 15 different churches over the course of the summer, and only two of them did anybody other than the greeters speak to us. It makes a difference. God says, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. And so if you've been here more than three or four weeks, you are now on the hospitality team. And God spoke to you this morning to welcome anyone that you don't know. And if you see someone you don't know, introduce yourself, please. Now, don't go up and say, are you new here? Because it's very likely that they could be somebody from one of those other services, and they're just slumming here, they slept in late, and they wanted to come at 11 instead of 8. So just say, hi, I'm Tom, and what's your name? Okay, and get, just get their name And then as soon as they turn around, write their name down in your bulletin so that you can pray for them this week. 
And so when they come back, or if they come back, that you can call them by their name. Because that's the sweetest sound that anybody can hear is their name. And nobody feels any more at home than when somebody knows your name. You are the hospitality committee. You're the hospitality team. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. If you have a name tag, please wear it because there's only one of them. There's a bunch of us. So we're going to help our guests cheat and remember our names. So if you've got a name tag, please wear it. If you don't have a name tag yet, please get one. They're seven bucks. If that's a problem, come talk to me. I'm glad to spring for it because I know all of your names, but I want us and the rest of everybody else here to have that same blessing to know your names. So let's show hospitality. Now, those are the official ways that we do that. And if you're a guest, I hope that you're feeling this happen. But there's some other ways that we show hospitality that you may not have thought of. And it springs right out of the word hospitality. The first three syllables of hospitality is hospital. Hospitality is being an hospital to people who are sick or who are hurting. And a lot of the folks, not everybody, but a lot of the folks that God brings to us as guests have something going on in their life unpleasant. They're sick, they're hurting, they've been hurt, they've had an injury, something's going wrong, there's a crisis, and they need a hospital. Jesus said, it's not the well who need a doctor, it's the sick. He said, I didn't come to call righteous people, I came to call the sinners to repentance and to reach out to them. So when folks come here and they have problems, we want that to happen. And part of showing hospitality is to be a hospital to people who are hurting or sick. It means that we listen, that we're the ears of Jesus and listen to them as they share their hearts with us. It means that we're the hands of Jesus to reach out tenderly and touch people, that we'll be the heart of Jesus to hurt with them as they're hurting. Hospitality is welcoming guests, helping them to feel at home, and being a hospital to care for people who are hurting or sick. It's being a hospital. It's also being a hospice. Now, that doesn't mean God's bringing us a bunch of people who are literally dying, but some of the folks that God brings to us have suffered some kind of death in their life, or they're going through some kind of death in their life, or they're facing some kind of death in their life. It might be the death of their marriage or a relationship. It might be a death of their career because they've retired or they've been downsized. It might be the death of their health because they've had some kind of crisis. It might be some kind of death in their financial life that there's been a setback. It might be a habit or an addiction that they're hoping will die. Whatever it is, if they come in here, God wants us to be a hospice for them, to walk with them through their valley of shadow of death, of whatever it is that they're suffering, whatever it is that they're facing, that we would walk with them through that dying relationship, through that dying part of health, through that financial setback, through whatever the loss is in their life. Hospitality is welcoming guests. It's helping them feel at home. It's being a hospital for people who are hurting or sick. It's being a hospice for folks who are ex experiencing some kind of death. And the last bit of hospitality comes from not the first part of the word, but the last part of the word. Hospitality, and that would be vitality. 
Vitality means with life, with enthusiasm, with excitement, with energy. That God wants us to show hospitality, not like, oh, glad you're here. But to say, oh, we're glad you're here. To offer vitality and life, to share life with people because we have got life to share. Jesus came to give us new life. The Holy Spirit breathes new life into us continually. And God's mercies are new every morning, which means every day we get a new start in life. We've got life to share with folks who are coming and need some life, who want some life. And we have the opportunity to share with them in person. Now, our culture offers lots of ways for people to connect online or on their screen or virtually, and all of that's well and good. But there's something about a real live face-to-face encounter that is better. Because a virtual reality, virtual means it's not really real. It just looks real. It just sounds real. But we have the opportunity to have real live face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, mano-to-mano relationships. Because our culture has an epidemic of isolation and people feel lonely in spite of having hundreds of friends on social media or all of those likes or the happy face emojis. And we have the opportunity to love people in person, to give them human contact, human care, human compassion. And that's what it means to offer them hospitality with vitality. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, to welcome guests, to help them to feel at home, to be a hospital for people who are hurting or sick, to be a hospice for people who are walking through the valley of the shadow of some kind of death, and to do all of that with vitality, which is simply another way of saying, treat people the way you want to be treated. Love your neighbors whom you don't know the same way you love yourself, and love each other the same way that Jesus loves us. Now, if you're a guest here today, I hope it's working and I'm hoping you're feeling it. But if you're not a guest here today, if you're a long-time Messiah person or even a short-time Messiah person, if you didn't know it before, you know it now. You are on the hospitality team. And God spoke to you this morning to say, do not neglect to show hospitality to angels. Now, that verse goes on to say, because, because some people, without knowing it, have shown hospitality to angels, which means, this sounds a little creepy, but look around the room. Any of these people you don't know might be an angel. Now, I, I can give you a hint. It's not me, okay? <laughs> but any of these other people might be an angel, and you think, how weird is that? Why would God put angels around us? It's so that we can practice hospitality on beings who are not going to get their feelings hurt if we ignore them that we can practice hospitality on beings that if we mistreat them, they're not going to give up on God because some church person treated me poorly. We have the chance to to practice on all of these people around here. And when we get good enough at it, God will put some genuine human beings around us so that we can welcome the guests warmly and help them feel at home. So, Whether any of these people around you are angels or not, let's treat them like one. 
And if you're a guest today, we have a gift. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Come right in, my friend. Sit here, my friend, and we'll provide the rest. We've got candles. We've got art. We've got songs to touch your heart. Have some bread. Drink some wine. Let us love you. You'll be fine. You can stand, you can kneel, do whichever one you feel, because our worship here is never second best. We won't make a fuss, so come and pray with us. Be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. <laughs>